three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapples, your humble host, Hunter, here. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. I know the world is uh, insane right now, but um, hang in there, guys. Take care of each other. You know, help out the best you can. Um, And uh, we'll get through this. So I I know things are tough, again, but hang in there, and I'm happy you guys are taking a... uh, a, a little bit of your time to go ahead and just uh, be entertained by us, but this is Hunter here, and I am here. Uh, this is the first review you've done since uh, Endgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got yeah. my have my lovely uh, girlfriend Alea <laughs> here. How are you, dear? I'm awful <laughs> <laughs> after this freaking movie. So okay, so like, I want to be in quarantine. <laughs> so. After that. So, so Leia was sitting here studying. I was sitting here playing Madden, <laughs> and I was just, you know, I was sitting there. I was like, you know, I have to, I have the nerd. I have, I'm just feeling like I want to record. And as you guys have, uh, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know, I've mentioned uh, Spill.com as one of my uh, my influences for starting this podcast. Really, my main influence um, that and Cisco Niebert, but really want to get into this because of the spill.com guys and uh, uh c robert carhill uh he was known as carlisle on the site he actually wrote the script for dr strange uh yeah carhill is amazing but he did a review for spill.com because he's on there for brats the movie and i was sitting here thinking i was like oh man brats would be fun to just watch and laugh at because i saw this originally when it came out so i think i would have been well, it would have been about a decade-ish ago, and I remember watching it, and I had glimpses, kind of as, as I was sitting here watching it, going, oh yeah, that this kind of is familiar, yeah, that kind of makes sense, but it was great, because I put this on, and there were points where Alea was studying, she kind of looked up and saw something and went like, what the hell, okay, and... <laughs> and she would watch it for maybe five minutes and went, okay, I, I can't get sucked into this. And by the end of the movie, and if you have me as a Facebook friend or Alea as a Facebook friend, you can see it. Alea has this look on her face of just not only just like anger, but it's confusion. But then there's a the fascination. Like, how do you get something so wrong? It was sincere disappointment in our world. I, I can't. I was so sad <laughs> after the end of that movie. <laughs> so, I mean, so I, I'm going to put you on the spot. What is, like, out of everything that you saw in there, what's the one thing that just made your head go? Because you looked like your brain was almost resetting, like, like, like trying yes. to protect itself. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're asking me, like, the ultimate worst thing? Yeah. I think, honestly, like, as a teacher in training, the worst thing was the lack of teachers and just how terribly set up the music classroom was and all of the improbabilities in all of the music settings. It was just, there were so many things that were so inaccurate and I can definitely see, you know, a 10 or 12 year old watching this movie 
and thinking that this is what high school is going to be. You're trying to act like one of those girls and then getting in trouble because of it. So I'm sitting here watching the movie and I just found myself confused but almost impressed it, it, because you have to really not care to make something this bad and the more I'm watching it I'm sitting there thinking oh you can't possibly get worse than the last thing I just saw and it kept proving me wrong and I have to give the movie credit in that way it built up this was actually written by two people which is a fucking shame uh, it was written by a uh, Susan Estelle Jansen who What's the producer on Lizzie McGuire? Okay, so so I'm gonna. I told you it resembled Lizzie McGuire. Okay, so I'm gonna put. Okay, so this is weird. So she was a writer on Girl Meets World, was actually was actually really good. Just enough people, unfortunately, didn't write uh, watch it. She was a writer. She wrote for Home Improvement, which I never got Home Improvement to be completely honest. It was never one of those shows. I went, oh, this I is funny. I, I just yeah, I I I, I don't know. Um, but also, I think Tim Allen, for the most part, is pretty terrible. Outside of Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest is wonderful. But but, <laughs> but Lizzie McGuire, I had a lot of fun with Lizzie McGuire. Now, granted, I have younger siblings. And I remember it was kind of like that show as uh, as told by Ginger. Um, I really liked that show, too. And Lizzie McGuire, I don't know. It, it, it felt like you grew up with her. And it seemed like whoever was at Disney was able to sneak in some decent scripts, like, talking yeah. about, talking about, you know, I mean, because here's the thing, and, and, and I, to, to, to kind of reference back to As Told by Ginger, I'm a sucker, as I talk about, for those coming-of-age stories, like something like The Perks of Being a Wildflower or uh, Hearts Beat Loud. I love those types of movies. Like, I, I'm a sucker for them. And so Liz McGuire, and the Liz McGuire movie, which is way better than I remember, I actually watched it a couple years ago, um, it's always cool to see like those char- type of characters kind of full become fully realized. This movie just has these girls in freshman year for about twenty five minutes and just jumps ahead two years just really randomly. Yeah. And so so let's go over kind of how the movie starts. So the movie. <laughs> okay. So we have to go back through the. The timeline, so, if there is one. So the, the so the girl so you remember, so brats are based on those dumb dolls, you know, giant heads, like they look like charms blow pops. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, like, so but I remember at Toys R Us, these were the thing. But uh, brats dolls were always sold out. I was like this and like tickle me Elmo, Polly Pocket stuff like that. Oh, like yeah. I remember, like but these brats dolls, I remember they were just sold out all the time, and I will say. For the dolls, at least having the mini- the minorities kind of be the you know the the focal uh, figures of the of the brand, I always kind of gave them credit for that. It's like okay, like because normally it's the the blonde white girl. So you know the fact that they had you know the minorities kind of up front and center. I was like, all right, you get. And it I, up- I did appreciate growing up seeing like especially with like the af the like black doll and the the. Chinese one or Asian. I don't think they ever signed her like an actual. I don't. Country yeah, of yeah. If they did, sorry. But they always know. tried to put a little bit of their culture into their clothing, which I always appreciated. That's fair. It wasn't always appropriate, but they they tried, and it was a good try for the '90s and early 2000s. I feel. But the but the problem is like they have you know they they have the the, the blonde athletic girl, but oh, she yeah. happens to be you know clut uh, you know a big old klutz. They have a. Uh, which, I mean, 
every one of my friends who is an athlete is a huge klutz. Fair enough. So that part. <laughs> but but they have the they have the they have the Asian girl who of course is great at science and has to hide what she wants to be from her parents. Which which <sighs> which one of her parents is white, so I was kind of like it would make like if you're gonna even do that storyline. Andy but, was like really old. Did you yeah, that? yeah. Her mom was like normal mom age, but all the dads except for like the black dad were like super super old, like late 60s and I was like you know I don't want to put it this way but is your mom a gold digger yeah and, and <laughs> like this has to be a private school like I will say too the movie never establishes what town this is taking place in like they never yeah like so because this movie does it's not kind of the ambiguous like Malibu vibe yeah like I mean like, the beach like the runaways were probably right around the corner <laughs> but, <I> mean, <laughs> You know what? That's a, that's how the movie could have saved me yeah. if they, if we saw that dinosaur run up. I'm like, oh, okay. Actually, let's start one way season two tonight. Yes, I'm we'll like, do that. Yeah, but 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 yeah, it is like basic. Look, as someone who grew up on the California coast, it is it, it might as well be Pismo Beach, California, just like yeah. the just the whitest town. And and I'm really happy you pointed this out before I did. Every minority, especially the black people in there, every black dude was dressed in like a jersey or a fubu, like the most stereotypical. All of them were wearing like what are those? What are those like caps that hold down their like hair? Oh, like, oh, like, oh, like, oh, like, like a do rag? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. all of them were either like wearing a do rag or they were like jocks. Yeah. Like, like they were all. Why was it like all? So all of the sports people were always wearing their uniforms. Yeah, constantly. Which, like, as, like, so, as a, as a past coach myself, and you were also a past coach, yep. and my mother's a coach, you are not supposed to wear your uniform outside of games. No, no, absolutely not. even not. on the day of the game. No, like, maybe on the day of the game, depending on the sport, but really, no. <laughs> but, so, the, the plot of this, and I put plot in, in quotation marks, uh, you got Sasha, <laughs> who's played by uh, Logan Browning, you have Jade, who's played by uh, Janelle Parrish, uh, Yasmin, who's played by uh, Natalia, uh, uh, I'm gonna go Ramos? Yeah, Ramos. And then you have Chloe, uh, Chloe played by uh, Skylar uh, Shea. So, I'm sitting here, and I was really getting confused because Sasha looked really familiar. I'm like, why the hell do I know who that is? <laughs> I, I was gonna say the F where I decided to change my mind, but, but the, uh, but nice the, catch. thank, thank you. But the um, uh, Logan Browning, she's on uh, Dear White People, and she's great on there. It was because I was sitting there, I'm like, I know her face. I'm like, why do I know who you are? And she's been on a couple things I really like. There, there is this um. This was, oh, feels like forever ago, but when Place, uh, Sony was kind of getting into maybe doing more TV shows, they did this uh, superhero show, show called Powers, and she was on there. She was really good. She was on uh, Meet the Browns, so she worked, she's worked with Tyler Perry, and, you know, and I don't think it would be great. Uh, but but she was on Ned the, uh, Ned's the Classified School Survival Guide. That's where I actually remember her from first, and then it was like, oh, they're white people. Mm -hmm. So so I will say, if I'm going to give the movie anything I appreciate the diversity of the cast, and it seems like they have a little bit of chemistry, like the four of them. The dialogue they have is absolute dog shit. Do not misunderstand me. It is horrible, horrible dialogue. It's a, uh, it's almost exactly like the dialogue that you would see in the old Bratz commercials. Like the yeah, advertisements for the Bratz dolls. Yeah, like as if and all yeah, that. Yeah, like as if. Yeah. It, oh my it, god. 
Yeah, that was, that was good. That was <laughs> really good. Proud, proud of you. I'm God, so you. good at doing things. God, you keep, God why, don't, why isn't there an MTV rally show about you? <laughs> oh, my God. We should talk about that at the end of this. There you go. But, but, but their chemistry, I th- like, it's not cute because the dialogue they have is horrendous. But I actually felt That's like... what you'd expect, I think. But I think the four actresses actually did work well together. So I'll give the movie credit for, for that. Um, there is a... <laughs> Of course, there's a talent show storyline in this. So basically, you know, the, the, they show up. They're freshmen. Uh, the Meredith, uh, who's played by Chelsea Kane, she is, like, running the school. So we were actually not even arguing about this, but we were, like, the, kind of debating this because... Putting together the timeline of how old everyone was. Yeah, but but <laughs> here's the thing. Parents, and, and I know kids don't always talk to their parents, but at some point in conversation, if you're like, oh, hey, there's a random girl who runs the whole school and puts people in the, like, designated areas like cattle, at some point, parents parents would go, hey, what the hell is happening with our kid? Right. Like, the fact that she's a freshman, uh, oh, no, she's a sophomore when the, the brat show up. the fact that she's a sophomore. I've taught sophomores. They're not like that. Yeah. I, <laughs> they want to be. They not. But then it jumps ahead two years. The fact that no one would have brought someone up in two years is such yeah. a, you've got to be kidding me. Right. So so these girls, they, they come up and they, the movie starts with them like getting ready for the day and they're all like, what, FaceTiming each other? Yeah, or, or it's like, like a four-way uh, MySpace like, Yeah. Thing. Oh, God, that makes me MySpace feel so old. I, I, and, uh, I so saw the MySpace using, logo. I was like, right. So they're all using like the terrible cliches of like getting dressed in the morning and talking about their clothes and it's just awful. And I, I wanted to just cringe and crawl under the couch. But then they get to the school, and the first thing you see is this girl, Meredith, with her, like, goons behind her. And all the freshmen are, like, standing in line, coming up to her to get assigned lunch group tables, kind of like that that scene in... Uh, Stick to what you know from High School Musical. Okay, good reference. Well, <laughs> Thank I, you. Yeah, I hate that movie too. Do you really? Oh, d- yeah. I, I, I that I is what it. started my hatred with music and movies. Really? Yes. Okay, I actually really yes. like. I like. I like the High School Musical. <laughs> like, oh, okay, we can agree to disagree. I love you. I, I, I love you either way. <laughs> but these like girls, uh, Sasha and Jade, and I forget the other two. They're very forgettable. But um. They, like, walk right past her, and she jumps up, and she's like, oh, I'm supposed to assign you, and they're like, oh, dude, no, and she, like, walks away, and all of a sudden, she gets that, like, mean girl face, and she's, like, super angry, and then, uh, who is it, Jade walks into the, uh, oh, no, then, like, Jade gets changed. Correct, yeah. While the girls are, like, huddling her. She gets fully changed (laughs) out in the courtyard. It's a completely new wardrobe. Yeah, like, where, where are the teachers seeing off the buses, and, like... In the courtyard or like in the halls, you like you never see a teacher other than the music teacher or the science teacher that stands on the side or the home ec teacher. I, th- I think it is. Yeah. Wait, do you see a teacher in this movie? Because that is the thing. I about saw the, like three. This, that was it. This movie, it's like it's like um, Thanos snapped and all the teachers <laughs> because right? you see the teachers. <laughs> A couple times, but there's a point where these brats get detention, and there's, there's no, no teacher. teacher. There's no teacher. They in- get detention, and the and the and the freaking the freaking um oh the the freaking principal has this giant bodyguard yeah. that looks like a human Ken doll. <laughs> yeah, like it's a brats movie, and he looks like a freaking Ken doll, and he's like, you, 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 and you. 
you you get detention and it's like this bum 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 moment and like they're all just sitting in there one's walking on a freaking windowsill all the chairs are turned upside down and i'm sitting there and i'm like that's got to be at least a 5000 occupant school yeah at least and you only have four people in detention and the lights are off and there's no teacher and the girl is walking on the freaking windowsill where there's a human sized window and nobody's freaking the f out <laughs> I really Come wish on. I really wish everyone listening <laughs> could have watched this with Alea like I did cuz Alea's head I could tell it was like hurting cuz like she's getting like red in the face like what the hell am I watching so the more upset she's getting the more it's making me laugh because I, when the first time I watched this, I, I remember I had a bottle of white wine. I got about a, three quarters of the way through the bottle because I was sitting there at the... Oh, I was good. I just had my coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> but, but again, you know, I've, I've been doing the podcast for almost five years. I mean, I, I've been hurt before. But, <laughs> but it was really, it was fascinating to watch this because there are these little elements about it that, that work. So, you know, the girls go ahead and basically tell her because uh, she's got them. Every student coming in gives them like a run, like a look down. Goes, oh, you're a jock, you go here. Oh, you're a loner, you go here. And, oh, you're a you're a goth, but all the goths look the same. Yeah, and, and <laughs> so the brats just walk right past the table. She's like, oh, you didn't go ahead, you didn't get checked in. And so, of course, she goes out of her way for three years to destroy their lives. What's confusing? Two years. So, so oh, well, it says two years oh, later. Oh, oh, well, so I mean, well, well, if you count that first year, then it'd be three. And then you're jumping ahead two years. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. What what's really what's really confusing <laughs> though is that so they jump forward in time two years. They never say what their fight was about. Like what kept them apart for two uh, the, years. The general consensus was that they went like they went to their individual cliques. So you have like so the the four teenagers. There's Chloe, Yasmin, Sasha, and Jade. Yeah. And Chloe ends up like. Where does Chloe go? So Chloe's like a soccer person, so she goes with like the like jock soccer group. And then like Sasha ends up becoming a cheerleader because of course she does this like crazy montage where she flaps her arms like a freaking collapsed bird and gets onto the cheerleading squad. And ironically, like the cheerleading squad leader is like wearing a tiara the entire movie. Yeah. Like I'd hate to be that person's mother or have to deal with that mother. So then uh, Jade, who's, like, I think one of only, like, three Asian characters that I see in the whole movie. And, Sounds like, about right, yeah, yeah. She, like, walks into the science lab, and at, like, zero period in the morning, they're all in lab coats. She's in open-toed shoes, and they, like, set off fireworks in the middle of the classroom, and the teacher is just sitting there clapping her hands at them, and I'm like, oh, my God. They're not wearing, like, no They're not wearing gloves. They're not wearing masks. They're not doing their experiment. This is, like, a considered an explosive experiment. Yeah. And they're not doing it under a hood. Like, nothing. And she's in freaking open-toed shoes, and there are sparks flying. Like, what the hell? But she joins them. And then you have the last one. Who did I not get? Oh, Yeah. Then there's Yasmin, who goes to the journalism club, but she has a passion for singing. Now, this is what drove me nuts, guys. Yeah, you got This you was got. the first moment I had to put down my studying because I was studying. And she walks into the music classroom and she's like holding the door open and staring longingly into this room. And the music teacher is playing the piano facing away from the choir. 
How the hell are you supposed to teach when you're, you don't have eyes on the other side of your head. I mean, teachers do, but we don't teach that way. And, and he's like conducting to them with his left hand behind him doing warm ups. Like, yeah, they're just singing la, 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 up five scale degrees and back back down. And he's sitting there waving his arm like a freaking dying pelican. Like, and his hand's doing nothing on the piano. And he just looks at her and, like, smizes. And he's like, you in? And she's like, no! And she, like, slams the door and then slams into somebody. And I'm just sitting here. That was the first moment, I think, that I looked up and I was like, dear God. Why is he killing me? Yeah, you were, you, that all the music stuff really did get to you. Ugh. So, so just to jump around a couple <laughs> things in this movie. So they have their whole two. They jump ahead two years. Um, I can't remember whose brother it is. Uh, I think it's the blonde, the blonde kid. Uh, I think it's Dylan. Which one? Who are you talking uh, the, about? The little brother who had the weird hair. Oh gosh. I think it's Dylan. I, I could be wrong, but the I little feel, brother. Yeah, the little brother. He was just he, like. <sighs> but this kid, uh, this kid. So they the movie does a really bad job of establishing how old this kid is because at first it seems yeah. like he's in seventh grade, but then he's like hitting on Meredith's younger sister. Which oh, it, it's weird. Which comes across really she's creepy. She's like eight, and he's already at the high school, so he's between fourteen and eighteen. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know the one girl had Drake for a brother, but it was. What? <laughs> but, but, but it was a really awkward subplot that they kept coming back to in really random <sighs> points. Um, that brother also ends up jumping into uh, this pool that Meredith has, and. By the way, they never show him show up. He just kind of pops up at her mansion randomly. Yeah, so she's, like, in the pool, and her goons are, like, on the side, and they're all, like, sunbathing, and she's sitting there talking about her diabolical plans, and she's, like, completely dry in this, like, faux fur floaty. Yeah. That has, like, a remote control that turns it for her. Like, oh my god, where are we living? And he just, like... And you, you assume that this is behind this ginormous house... Like ginormous, like that that it looks like half of Versailles. Like it's a huge mansion. And like somehow he's gotten from the front all the way and it looks and he approaches from like behind and around the building. So he didn't go through the building. Yeah. So he just walked around the entire property through shrubbery, like and nobody like is like, hey kid, with the weird hair and the leather jacket that definitely doesn't fit you, what are you doing here? <laughs> out of nowhere yeah so 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 the thing that the the thing that i think just that hurt my head the most is that there's just so little logic in this movie things just happen there the, 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 meredith has a second sweet 16 uh six, sweet 16th party and mtv happens to be there and they're like into this girl like they want to give her her own show but they mentioned that they already filmed her first Sweet 16, so they're coming back again, which I went, all right, that seems a bit odd. But there's really no one, if they show one guy in an MTV shirt, you'd think for something like this there'd be more security if it's an MTV tape show, which they, they don't really, like, the, you brought this up too, the fact she comes in on an elephant, there is no handler for this mm. elephant. This elephant is just running amok. <laughs> and, <laughs> And 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 you're just sitting there watching this movie. So 
it, I can't remember what Bratz's Bratz mom it Chloe. is. Chloe. Thank you. Her <laughs> mom is like a, a a baker. Which okay, so so Scott, so Chloe's parents are divorced. Yeah. Like apparently they've fallen on hard times, but they live in this giant gorgeous house. You never see her dad, by the way. No, I think they just couldn't get an actor to play her dad. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but her, but she finds out that her mom gets hired to like clean uh, Meredith's house, and now she has to cater. For, and I don't know how she went from the cleaner to the caterer and like what qualifications yeah. there were there because you never hear about her being a professional caterer. Like she's just the maid and then the caterer. There's just no in between. Correct. So they like, she shows up and Chloe, like right before the Sweet 16 party, Chloe comes in and her mom's like asleep on the couch. And it's like the, the classic early 2000s stereotype of divorced women where like they come home and they fall asleep on the couch. And then the daughter's like, oh my God, mommy, are you okay? And she's like, oh my God. I was exhausted. It was wake it, me up in three hours. Oh my god! So so that leads <laughs> that leads to the brats doing all her work for her. So and they created. They're like, what's a recipe? And then they make all of the cupcakes and decorate them so, and do these like gorgeous settings. It looks like something that would be out of the catalog, honestly. Yeah. Like, like, like the fact that um, the one the 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 one brown brats one of the two. <laughs> The fact that, <laughs> whatever, it doesn't matter. The, the, the fact that the fact that she goes, I, like, I'll burn water. And they put together this amazing tapestry of food, which oh my God. they mentioned, because I, I can't remember, I think it's Chloe mentioned, oh, we need 150 of, of each item. The amount of work they do, it doesn't even look close to 150 of each item. Yeah, no, and it could not, it, they would have to have at least two, like, professional ovens, like, giant yeah. ovens. To complete that in what the three hour time frame from when the mother was supposed to wake up? Correct. They would not. They have had what like five different, at least five different menu items. Easily, yeah. one hundred fifty each. Yeah. And one little itty bitty oven. The, the, so there's apparently <laughs> there's apparently a scene in this movie that was uh, um, that wasn't that was cut where Jesus went ahead and blessed all this food and made it multiply because the amount of food <laughs> that they make is not enough for them. And like, the, how did they figure out how to make foie gras mousse? Yeah. Like, if if I looked at that at their age, I'd be like, okay, I need to call my mom. Like, I don't know what the hell to do. So so I think it's Yasmin. <laughs> I think it's Yasmin who's the singer, right? And I put yeah. singer. So there is this singer, point. Singer, quote, unquote. So there's this point where she has this confrontation with this, this boy. <laughs> I can't remember what her na- his name is. I th- there's just a bunch of random like I'll be honest. There's a bunch of random. Like, it might have been Cameron. There's a bunch of random. I think like, it was Cameron. Cameron. That was definitely his name. Okay, so Cameron's deaf. I don't know if the actor is deaf. Uh, is deaf, but no, he's not. Um, so, so he. Oh my God. So she's singing, right? I want to say. Yeah. So so you want to go to the to go to the first scene where where him and the music teacher. Have that moment? Oh yeah! If you want to take that one. Uh, so so, you you, the the camera like comes into the music room, and it's assumed to be like after school or before school or like in, in the teacher's prep period, and all of the brass instruments are out, and on their stands, and not put away when it's not class time, and so that that annoyed me and the piano is at full mast which any music teacher will tell you unless you have a class of like 200 music students your piano doesn't need to be at full mast especially between classes um so he like comes in and this kid cameron who uh 
they explain is 100% deaf, but he can lip read. And I, I assume, by the way, he's playing, he's like sitting there playing at the piano and he's like getting annoyed and he starts like hitting the piano. Which, like, like oh, I am not, I am not, I have never, off. I have not taken, you know, like music classes, but you cannot be you hitting. Don't hit the piano. Yeah, you can't be hitting your instruments. <laughs> yeah, no. And the music teacher's like watching him hit the piano, which, like, I understand. I'd like, as a teacher, you want to see what's going on and kind of assess the situation before you walk up and you're like, hey, kid, don't freaking hit my instruments. Um, <laughs> like, come on. And the music teacher is, like, the stereotypical, like, black music teacher that, like, somehow also knows how to use a turntable. And he's, like, doing, has all these amazing, cool instruments, but he's also in, like, monochromatic brown clothes <laughs> all the time. And he, like, comes up and he's like, kid, what's wrong? And the kid's like, oh, my God, I can't hear anything, but I miss music. I want it back. And so he, like, puts, he has the kid, like, put his hands on the piano and, like, feel the vibrations, which, like, fine. Yeah. But you, you, if you're 100% deaf, you can't tell whether the music's good or bad yeah. just from the vibrations. You just feel vibrations, which as a non-deaf person, I don't know if maybe that sense is heightened. But Yeah, it's like, yeah, every deaf person like they're double <laughs> uh, Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you assume that he's gone deaf over the past three, over the past two years. Yeah, because yeah, I miss music. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and then the music teacher like pulls out a turntable, which... I've, t- <laughs> I've seen a lot of music programs. If you can afford a turntable, like freaking good for you. But what? It was really coonish the way they had it. Oh have it. Like, like, like I was sitting there. And so there he's like, like doing this wiki wiki whack things on the freaking turntable. That's I, what it felt like. It was so I, white. I, w- I wish I wish everyone could have just seen how you did that in person. <laughs> Holy crap! Um, and he like has his hands on the on the freaking on the he has his hands on the speaker, and he's like, oh my god. I can feel it. And he's like, oh my God, you can feel it. And he's like, I can feel it. And I, I was sitting, I was dying. I was at, my cat is up on my lap wondering what the heck is wrong with me right now. Like it was, yeah, like, it was so bad. And so then this girl comes uh, later on, like, that's Chloe. So, that, or so, that's Yasmin. Yeah. Yeah. So later on, he, he walks in on Yasmin singing her song or putting together. I hope to God that was the first time she tried to put together the melody because <laughs> whoo. I had students who came up with 1,000% better stuff than that. Um, but he comes in, and she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. You heard me. And he was like, you're amazing. And she was like, oh, how do you know? And he was like, I can feel it. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God. And, so, and she's, like, working a microphone and, like, got the speaker all hooked up. Like, who the frick allows that? And no teacher in sight. And no teacher in sight! Where the frick is this teacher when this really expensive equipment is being used for terrible stuff? I mean, this this, like, this microphone alone was like 200 so I can... Yeah, so I can't even imagine. And the speakers imagine. they showed were at least like five to $700 I think speakers. They're, I think they're a Yamaha. I think. Yeah, they were Yamaha and, speakers. And, and Yamaha is not a cheap brand Yeah, for and it was a Yamaha reason. grand piano that he was using. Yeah. Like, freaking good for you, man. But don't let students do what they were doing. But he like... Put, he's like, here, let me show you. And he, like, puts his hand on the speaker. And he's like, sing for me. Like, freaking Phantom of the Opera, but brats. And she's <laughs> like, okay, I'll sing for you. And she, like, sings, and it's terrible. And he's like, I love it. And she's like, I love you. And then they change to the next scene. <laughs> so, all, 
so that's another that's another thing I will say about this movie as we kind of start to to, to wind uh, wrap up here. Um, um, so there the transitions between scenes are so sloppy. There's a point where they're like just getting off a bus and then they're in the store like it's yeah. nothing like like it, the, like like the flash. You just like, <laughs> like went ahead and just, like zoomed in the store. I'm like, wait, what the hell? But there's. But that's happening in between for the school, too. Their big fight that they have. So, Meredith has this dog named Paris. And this dog is apparently invisible. Or the dog is just... I know. Because Meredith sends her dog to go ahead and go after uh, uh, Chloe, right? Isn't the, yeah, he, like, yeah. goes over... He, like, attacks Chloe's pants yeah. and makes her trip, almost fall over the railing. Which was really dangerous. And, like, throws her food down on her friend and it starts this huge food fight and it's mainly them, like, screaming at each other about their cliques and just, like, having this huge giant food fight that yeah. this girl Meredith orchestrates. And, yeah, and then they all are like, oh my god, I hate you, you got food on me. And it just takes out one, yeah. so... The, They're like, you stupid cheerleader! She's like, what did you say to me? <laughs> so so the movie implies that these girls have been best friends for at least five years. Because it seems, like they, so, cause it seems like they went through most of elementary school together. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it took really one food fight to just crack their friendship, it's like, wow, you guys weren't friends apparently. Well, I mean, their friendship was cracked beforehand. Because remember, the food fight happens right before the detention scene and they all kind of get back together in the detention scene but it's like it's only like two scenes though apparently that like breaks their friendship it's I like know. it's like really come, like come on and now. like there's not even a definitive breaking of friendship they just kind of like fade into their own groups what was also missing from this movie i thought that people were gonna like volunteers tribute for the mass security cameras they had on the school because oh my god this school is like a prison they even showed john voight which the fact John Voight is in this as, as Principal Dimly, that dance he did at uh, Trump's, like that Trump rally, that is now officially the, the second worst thing he's done because oh, his, his performance after. in this movie, oh he's wearing God. this prosthetic nose. He, Which I didn't even notice. He looks like he looks like a really creepy cartoon on Adult Swim. Like 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 his no, he looks horrifying. Like yeah. I was like, holy hell, yeah. this is creepy. And his and his daughter is Meredith. Yeah yeah, and so she's the principal's daughter, which is like the whole like having control of everything thing. So she calls him daddy, which is really weird. Which is really weird. I'm uh, sorry if you are 16 and you still call your dad daddy. I feel so bad for your future. I, I thought it was creepy. I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was creepy when my cat just jumped in my lap. Hi. And I was hi, like, what are you doing? Hi, sweetie. Um, <laughs> I found it creepy when Hillary would do on the Fresh Prince. I found it creepy when this girl was doing it. And it's funny. Aleo was telling me, oh, yeah, because I kept looking at this girl, and I realized how bad that just sounded, but I kept looking, <laughs> I kept looking at the girl who played Meredith, and I was like, is that Ashley Tisdale? And she was like, no. So technically, I was kind of half right because she was on what? that. Because she was on Jonas, and I was like, I knew she was on a Disney show. I just well, couldn't. you weren't half right. If she's not Ashley Tisdale, I think in the spirit of things. No, I, no, because you didn't say is she Ashley Tisdale in this. You asked is that Ashley Tisdale, and I said no. She's on Disney. I'm giving myself some credit. No, no, <laughs> giving, I don't. I don't give you credit. That's, that's, that's fine. I don't need you. <laughs> but, but it was really, it was really, really weird to see her just. 
be very Ashley Tisdale-esque. Like, even her mannerisms mm, seemed yeah. very... It was really creepy. It really I, was a lot like High School Musical. When was it, High School Musical done? Before I, or after this? Uh, this had to have been... I think it had to have been after. Because either High School Musical copied it from this, or this copied it from High School Musical. It was just ridiculous. And after... after I think it's after the food fight... And they all, like, all the girls make up. She and her goons. By year. High School Musical, the first one was 2006. This was 2007. Oh, dang. So they did copy it. Yeah. Right. Just copy-paste. But they, uh, <laughs> but after, <coughs> after this uh, food fight, it shows, like, the girls in the detention classroom and they're, like, making up. And then it cuts to Meredith and her goons. And they're in this, like, conference room that, again, no teacher. No. And there's, like, 15, that, no, no, there must have been. Like at least twelve, uh, at least twelve, um, small screen like security screen TVs. Yeah. Set up all around the school that only she has the remote to, and it's like openly in this this school, and I remember looking at Josh when I saw that and I was like, how in the world does she have security cameras set up around the school that only she knows about, that she's able to just use whenever she wants, and there are still no freaking teachers. He also has this flash drive, which he has accumulated dirt on everyone throughout the years. And not even dirt. It's pictures of people being yeah. people. Yeah, like so. <laughs> th- this huge. He tries to blackmail one of the one of the white girls. Which one was it? It uh, was Chloe. Chloe, because like her mom used to be uh, like a oh, maid. Oh no, no, she blackmails Yasmin. Uh, Yasmin because of Chloe. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. So she. Yeah. So Yasmin's what her mom was a was like a like a maid. No. 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 So Yasmin was the one that signed up to sing at. The, so they. So at the end of this. So after the Sweet Sixteen, which we thought was going to be the penultimate moment in this terrifying movie, <laughs> they then have this talent show and. The, the one prize is like this golden hatchet, which why are you giving students a golden hatchet in a freaking high school? But, you know, whatever. It's 2007. Pawn it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, but the, the second grand prize or accompanying grand prize is this full ride scholarship from any, the music, de- from the music department to any school you want. I want to work for this music department because the, yeah. the amount of funding that they have to have in the booster clubs they have to have to be able to get that much money to send a full ride in 2007, damn. Like, yeah. I want to be that music teacher because he's freaking in his own mansion right now. Um, it's crazy. So, but this uh, this girl, Meredith, calls a meeting with Yasmin and she's like, you know, I think you're going to be great, but just know. And like, the, you have the whole like training montage that looks like something less... Like, something a little less spectacular than those, like, oh, what are those, like, Get Up or what What are those, like, hip-hop movies? Oh, like, uh, I don't know. What I don't was, remember. You know what I'm talking about. I think, it, yeah. <laughs> but you have this, like, full training montage, and they, like, somehow have their own ballet studio that they're able to rent out, like, every day. Like, where the frick do these people live? And... She, like, meets up with... So, Meredith, the bad girl, meets up with Yasmin, the singer. And <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate it. I, oh, I know and, you do. And she's like, just know that if you perform, I'm going to I'm gonna blackmail Chloe. And it's like, cool. You're going to expose that you, the higher class family, have hired 
a middle-class mother to clean for you and now you're gonna tell this girl chloe that she's gonna be the social pariah because her mother freaking works for the principal like what kind of blackmail does this girl think she has i think the thing that made me laugh about this is so first off meredith would be suspended if not expelled oh yeah um Secondly, her dad, uh, Daddy, uh, Daddy. he he would be suspended if not fired. Oh, yes. Uh, The school district would get sued by at least 10 parents Mm -hmm. because the amount of crap that Meredith pulls at the end, I just went, nope, you could not get away with this unscathed. Probably wouldn't be, she'd probably have to go to, like, community college first, like, at best have a chance to get into, like, a university. I mean, unless Daddy paid for it. Yeah, I mean, true. I mean, true. That, <laughs> we did, didn't we just have scandal like that? Yeah, yeah. That's that's very that's <laughs> very possible. That's very true. But um. also, this is a school like they don't show the mom. They just say that she's friends with a couple people from MTV. They never say what the mom does. And the fact that uh, Dottie is able to go ahead and have this mansion, like it is a mansion. On a principal mm. salary. Like, it's not even a fresh Prince of Bel-Air mansion. Like, it's, like, five of those. Yeah. Like, it legit looks like the front of Versailles. Y- yeah, yeah. It does. Yeah. It, it, it's huge, and it's got this giant pool, and there's, like, what? Like, at least, like, five kitchens. I don't know. It's crazy huge. At least. Crazy, crazy huge. But he's a principal for what appears to be a private school. Yeah. Like, I, I could understand him being very, 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 very comfortable but not. Being the principal of a private school that had that, it, the, the school was like three floors. But it looks like he's Scarface in his spare time. I mean, yeah, <laughs> because yeah honestly, the, the I wouldn't house. be surprised. But the school is like three floors, and you assume he's been the principal for a long time because he's old as shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, yeah. he is. He looks like his freaking. He looks like her freaking grandfather. Yeah. Like, and she's calling him daddy, and again, I'm like, is your mama sugar mama? Like, is she, 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 is she a sugar baby? Like, or was a sugar baby? Now she's a sugar mama. Now she's sugar don't exist. Like. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got you with that one. Very nice. <laughs> but it's just, it's, it's, oh, I've wanted to cry so many times. So, we're, I'm just going to wrap up here. <laughs> um, I, I talked about, we talked about this a lot longer than I actually expected us to. Um <laughs> For letting out our frustrations. Yeah. So, like I said, I, I'd seen this, so I was kind of familiar with what I was getting myself into. Is this dumb? Yeah. There's a couple things I did actually like. I, I liked the girls' chemistry. I thought that um, you know having the minorities take more of a certain role, even though they definitely had other types of minorities, I thought that was a nice change of pace. Uh, the pageantry at the very end of the big song they do... Uh, while it's not a good song and while their voices are clearly dubbed, uh, Oh, so hard. There's a kind of sweetness is too strong. There, there's a certain amount of, there's a sense of camaraderie. Yeah. That I just went, you know, right, fine. I, I've seen way worse kids movies than this. I, 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 Actually, I no, I like I like Dumbo more. Like this, never mind. Um, <laughs> I've never even like, seen Dumbo. I like Dumbo. I was more. like, yeah, it's a little strong. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna give a very rare grade on this. I'm gonna give this a high. Go fuck yourself because <laughs> because this is dumb. It's so goddamn stupid at points. Um, it's terrible. But f- find someone like Alea to watch it because <laughs> at least you can laugh at their reactions to it. But even with the 
couple things I did like. The soundtrack to this movie was, oh my god in heaven, it was... It, it was very 2007. It it felt like one of those, uh, like, those, uh, like, punk go, uh, or, like, uh, rap goes punk, or, like, like, the, like those sort of CDs. It's like a bad cover of those. Like, they couldn't afford Simple Plan. It's like if you took, like, early Miley Cyrus and dubbed over, like, a really nasally person, <laughs> and then, like, knocked it up to Chipmunks. I like that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair, fair, fair enough. Like, it was just... Awful. And in the, the ending montage, they have, like, all the goths are, like, playing all the rock instruments. And, like, all the band people are dressed in their, like, marching band regalia. Correct. So, like, they're supposed to be the regular brass band. But somehow you only ever see the marching band that practices, like, in a brass band format. Which, like, what the hell? Because, <laughs> come on. Like, you can't F up that badly. Unless you really tried. Yeah. Or if you were really drunk. I'm, like, come on. I mean, maybe that's uh, Maybe. But they have, like, uh, all the all the marching band kids, like, with the feathers and the giant, like, hats, too. And they're, like, playing for the song. And then they have the violinists that are somehow the same level of sound. <laughs> like, somehow all of this is the same level of sound, but the only mics are in the main girl's hands. Yeah, that's how instruments work, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> but it, it was just, it was, it was, and that you really do see just the stereotypes coming out too. Because did you notice that all of the girls playing the violins were all Asian? I did notice that. Yep. And all of the kids in the marching band were like really geeky white dudes. Yeah. Or the like really geeky, like huge headset with braces girls. And then, like, all of the, like, goth kids were only, like, one kind of goth. Yeah. Which, like, I mean, it is 2007. A lot of those, like, cliques were a little less developed than they definitely are now. But still. still. But there could have been a little more. Variety. It was awful. I think the one thing that I, the only thing that I liked. Okay. Um, was when, um, uh, Clo- no, it was when Yasmin and Cameron had that run in. And he like totally dissed her. Oh, yeah. I completely forget now what he said. Cause um, um, uh, cause she goes like, "You don't look like you're deaf." And he, he oh, goes, that's like, right, that's right. You don't look like you're um, ignorant. Yeah. So she. So in the beginning of the movie, she's like, after the after the music teacher is like, "You win," and she's like, "No," and like throws her. She like roundhouses the corner with her body and slams into this kid. And then gets mad at him. Yeah. And and she was like, and she didn't even say sorry. She was like, get out of my way. What are you doing? And his face is literally like, what the F? <laughs> like, you are a child. And I just ran into you because you're being stupid. Like, what the <coughs> hell? And, and, and uh, he's like, sorry, I didn't hear you coming. I'm deaf. And she's like, oh, well, you don't look deaf. And he walks away. And, and as he's walking away, he says, well, you don't look ignorant, but looks can be deceiving, huh? And I threw my homework down and I was like, okay, that'll be the only good movie. That, yeah, that'll be the only good move in this film. It was the only good one. So, would you give it a C or... <laughs> On your scale? Yeah. I would give it a, like, river sticks so go level of go F yourself. Wow. Damn. <laughs> like, river sticks. Wow, okay. Damn. Like, it is all the way the hell down there. Wow. Intended. Okay. I despised this movie so much. It will give me nightmares. Would you rather watch this or that Tyler Perry Fall from Grace movie? See, the thing is, the Tyler Perry has the same 
feeling from me as you did watching me watch this movie. Okay, so, so I, I get that enjoyment that you felt watching me watch a terrible <laughs> movie as watching you watch a terrible movie. That, that's completely fair. So that's a completely not even level comparison. Okay, I, I would watch this. <laughs> I would watch this over Tyler Perry because this is at least a shorter. This is like an hour thirty five. It's like barely ninety minutes. So yeah. So I I'd rather watch this, but I would not be happy watching this. I wouldn't be happy watching either of them. But yeah, can we just not watch either of them? Yeah, no, we'll watch something good after this. <laughs> but. Uh, uh, guys, I won't even ask you if you've seen Brad's God Help You if you have, but if you have, uh, let us know what you thought in the comments below. Um, I, it makes me very happy that Colin is going to be watching stuff like this, like not just for the podcast, but because <laughs> Ken and Deagle will be like, I want to watch, you know, Polly Pocket the movie or Barbie or whatever. And is there a Polly Pockets movie? There, I, 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 like animated <sighs> one. You scared me. They're making a Barbie movie though. <laughs> Yeah, they always are. Yeah. No, like an actual... Oh, like an actual actual? Like, like with Margot Robbie? It's going to be a Barbie? Oh. So they're they're doing what, what that model did, but now. Yeah, basically. Yeah, what was her name? I... I it's fine but uh yeah if you see like I, i'm really happy colin's got to start watching stuff like this like even more it just warms my heart uh love you buddy miss you uh <laughs> but guys let us know if you've seen this again god help you let us know what you thought in the comments below <laughs> uh you can follow us on facebook uh go ahead and give us a like at the real pineapple you can go ahead and follow yours truly on the twitter at j hunter real pineapple you can follow Scott on Twitter at Nearman the First, and you can follow Colin on Twitter at the Real. That's R E E L O'Neill. And go ahead and follow us on uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Podbean, uh, Stitcher, and uh, iHeartRadio at the Real Pineapple. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll have a review up. Uh, this upcoming week. What am I going to review? Because, oh my god, there's nothing in theaters. Uh, I'll have a review up for... We should watch Barbie movies next. Oh god, no, I'm good. <laughs> Actually, you know, I am going to have a review up for Parasite, because I do want to get a review up for that, because uh, yeah, I, oh, Parasite's so good. So, I'll have a review up as well for Parasite, and then um, I'm going to think of something else for review. Not really sure, but I will, uh, I'll think about it, but Parasite for sure, guys. Uh, Guys, stay safe out there. Seriously, I know this is madness right now, but hang in there. Support each other. We'll get through this together. And uh, thank you so much for your support, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Stay safe.